पापा कहते हैं बड़ा नाम करेगा बेटा हमारा ऐसा काम करेगा मगर ये तो जाने रोशन ब्रांड न्यू लोकेशन ग्रेट बैकग्राउंड ग्रेट कलर्स नाइस शर्ट थैंक्स मैन वॉन्ट गो विद बैकग्राउंड ये बट स्टूड इज लुकिंग गुड वट यू थिंक इज लुकिंग फंटास्टिक मे बी यू शुड प्ले एज अ सॉन्ग पापा कहते हैं बड़ा नाम करेगा बेटा हमारा बेटा Why? Hey, you know what? Why don't we just start off <coughs> with the startup operators weekly roundup? Clearly, Roshan is here with a squeaky voice, and well, my voice compares nowhere close to anything harmonious which you would expect out of a singer. But let's get started with this conversation because it has actually been a while, and folks, we're so ex- a very long while, and we're so excited to show you guys a brand new studio, right? And glad you're doing this roundup. Ta-da. <laughs> Yeah. No, but if you're thinking about it, when we did our first ever roundup, and back then we used to be streaming it live on YouTube, right? <laughs> both of us were we started streaming, and both of us did not realize that we were actually. Yeah, playing. I think roundup number one for about two minutes is just Gunjar and I staring at the screen, not realizing that we're live, basically. <laughs> so yeah, I mean we've come a long way since then. Uh, very very happy to see you guys again, and uh, talk to you. Yeah, I mean this is awesome. My voice is out, but hopefully my content will make up for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, we do have some great content, right? I mean, we are doing the roundup after a while, so there are quite a few big headlines in a huge boost to the UPI ecosystem as well. I think the framework now allows for international cross-border payments in foreign cu- currencies, similar to like how you would use your international yeah, debit card. Yeah, we're piloting that with Singapore. Yeah, with the PayNow integration. Yeah. And then, well, of course, there has to be some drama in this while that passed. Uh, we had the whole collapse of ShareChat, which saw immense uh, traction during the COVID times. But well, right now it has hit troubled waters. Then we'll also be talking about India's growing gig economy. I think that also received some uh, mention in the union budget announcement. Mm. Apart from that, uh, India has will be soon taking major leaps in becoming the. a global hub of providing lithium ion batteries to the world because of the 5.9 million tons discovered in jammu and kashmir huge. and then we have of course was the buzz of the town right now the whole bing search yeah so we'll be talking about that along with some fundraisers uh, but roshan it's been a while how are you doing well it's been a long while uh, it's been an eventful 3 or 4 weeks i should say we've uh, spent a quite a lot of time trying to set up this uh, studio and i think we're probably 70% there right Yeah. About seventy percent of the way, and then uh, I I can't wait for you guys to come and check a uh, check us out in the studio. We'll perhaps do a few things live. So yeah, all good, man. Uh, good to be back. It's definitely good to be back, and, and somehow I feel this is so much more comfortable, right? Yeah. I've seen the conversations, are guys. But well, folks, do let us know <laughs> how we are improving rather than us telling to ourselves. Do let us know in the comments below. One of the biggest headlines from the past few weeks was, of course, UPI going international. 
earlier upi did make an announcement that it would work with countries like the uae singapore mauritius nepal and bhutan but i think last week upi went live with pay now which is yeah. singapore's upi equivalent i think they integrated with each other through which indians or upi users today can transfer money directly in the foreign currency so this is very similar to like how you would use your international debit card and this goes a long way yeah. in improving the economy for both the countries but unlike the debit card or credit card that you might use i mean you don't have as much of merchant fees right uh, upi is instant uh, and and you know the massive adoption that upi has seen i was just looking at some of these statistics right in 2022 there were roughly i think 1500 or 1600 transactions every second of the wow. year right 1.25 lakh crore uh, of upi right i mean it is just a crazy 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 number and uh, this integration with paynow is going to be especially beneficial because there are quite a lot of uh, expats in singapore there are a lot, lot of indian origin folks there uh, right and when you think about in remittances or when you think about payments and so on you know there is a significant fee right i mean this will save that 8 or 10% that they have to pay right now in order for them to send money here so use cases could be you know students there Uh, or folks who have to collect or pay rent. It will also be hugely be... beneficial for the student community over there, right? Because oh, massive! A lot of yeah, for sure. Students. For sure, for sure, right? I mean, anything that facilitates, you know, instant payments, seamless payments, is uh, is really, really amazing, right? I mean, one of the most important things about the Indian internet is that it's monetizable, right? right. Uh, which is what makes it so lucrative. So this is uh, fantastic, and I hope that you know. this will kind of extend to the middle east maybe canada the us etc right because i think we have to break this whole visa mastercard you know international payment hegemony really yeah. uh, and, and the other important thing about here is that the con- conversion of currency does not have to happen right i mean yeah. it's not you know converting dollars and then back to rupees again right you can just directly pay in rupee yeah so this is not the first time where one financial product of one country is being exported outside because earlier i think there was a china where we saw alipay and wechat pay yeah. where they also tried to export their payment ecosystem in other countries but the biggest challenge which they faced was merchants adopting them mm. right so how do you see this play out for upi because upi will be successful in singapore or other countries provided there's a strong enough merchant ecosystem over there look merchants will go for anything that is uh, cheaper and that's more seamless right uh and all of these folks visa mastercard etc i mean they do charge a lot to the merchants as well right so uh, they will they will adopt uh, upi i don't see any problem in that and of course i mean you can't compare the china ecosystem hmm. because there's yeah. a lot less trust in china and chinese products etc or companies etc right so yeah this is awesome and uh, anyone with a indian phone number can you know sort of avail credit right so yeah good stuff Okay. Well, talking about China, um, earlier in 2020, right, Prime Minister Narendra Modi, who of course is uh, now follows Mr. Roshan Karyapai. <laughs> Man, so I slept for four hours. Yeah. You know, middle of the day because I was super unwell. I wake up and then I see a notification that the Prime Minister is following me. Right. I mean, which is which is crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a milestone moment for the podcast also. I well, think for the podcast and also for you also congratulations. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. 
It's a bit surreal. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so, uh, Prime Minister Narendra Modi, I think it was mid-2020 when he announced the ban of Chinese apps. Right? And, and at that time, there was a huge moat in India that ne- needed to be filled in. And we saw a lot of new startups come in, especially ShareChat, right? Which owns the company Moj. Yeah. Right? They were the replacement for TikTok. And investors were just pumping money into it. And recently, we saw like how the company collapsed. Right, uh, they laid off a uh, majority of their workforce, right, and they stated reasons that you know the roles have become pretty redundant. But then the employees kind of fought back, saying, "Hey, the leadership is not present in the company; they're hardly there. How come their roles are not redundant?" Well, it's not only that; also their uh, losses really widened in FY22. It it became double to close to three thousand crore rupees. Wow! Right, and uh, this is a company that has been in the market for around eight years. And if after eight years a company is burning through crores and crores of rupees, right, uh, which is in the tune of twenty-five to thirty million dollars a year, then that means something is wrong with with how the company is operating. See, twenty twenty-one was an outlier. We've said that multiple times on the podcast, right? So any modeling, any valuations that held true for twenty twenty-one simply does not hold true now, right? True. Um, you know, at that point of time, yeah, you could spend money to acquire users. um we'll figure out the business model we'll figure out ltv all of those things everyone was in this uh, land grab sort of a ty- you know mindset basically right and which is what you went and saw all of these people raise huge rounds hundreds of millions of dollars just to you know extend their services to as wide an audience as possible right and sharechat had i think about it has about 300 million now yeah. users but they really have not found a way to monetize this audience right and it's it's definitely a problem and i was reading a couple of articles on how the founders are not there at the company and so on right i mean uh, we've we've hosted farid of uh, share chat and certainly you know he had a lot of intelligent insights on growth and monetization all of those things right but yeah man see at the end of the day it's just a shit ton of money with very young folks right and unless you're the type who is super driven who is like really ambitious and yeah. who's almost maniacal in your execution it just it's it's a difficult thing it's a difficult thing being a founder i'm not trying to make excuses for people kind of bailing out or something or even saying that someone is bailing out but uh, you know one of the founders had even put up a post somewhere saying that you know my aim in life is to make 20 crores and then just yeah. check out right and i'm sh- sure that you know <laughs> a lot of them made much more than that in secondaries and so on and this kind of begs the question about secondaries itself See, and here's the thing about secondaries as well, right? Which is, uh, you know, has changed. At least the attitude has changed uh, quite a lot since back in the day. I mean, back in the day, you would do secondaries at a growth stage, right? And maybe eight or ten years into a venture. But these days, I'm hearing about secondaries in Series B and everything. Man, I mean, well, the last time Shachet was valued at five billion dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. insane, right? Um, yeah, so. It's just a long game, guys. I mean, it's a long, long, long haul. In fact, right? Um, if you have to be successful as a startup, it takes a minimum of ten years, and if you have to be really legendary, it takes perhaps another ten or fifteen more, right? I mean, look at all of the really legendary startups, and you know, you can think of Amazon, for example, right? First fifteen, twenty years, um, yes, they were, you know, really, really great, but. I think it's only in the last ten or fifteen years that they really made that difference, right? Yeah. With AWS and and whatnot. So, so yeah, I mean, you really have to go long, and uh, founders have to still be motivated, you know, to just put in that time 
and it, it's not always the case yes. we're talking about long long games right i think right now india is in the hot seat mm. especially as the world is rapidly ad- adopting ev vehicles right uh, recently the geological survey of india discovered a 5.9 million ton reserve of lithium in jammu and kashmir well not only will this give a huge boost to the state but also give a huge boost to the world because then india will become one of the largest exporters of this uh, element right and while a bat a single battery might need i don't know like what a, what would constitute a tablespoon of sugar but if you scale this up across i mean every car needs around 10 kg of lithium multiply that by millions you'll get your number <laughs> right and um, yeah this really puts india in a sweet spot especially with the investments the government yeah. has made to give a boost with the, to this industry this is perhaps the biggest development of the year of of the last couple of years i should say is the white gold because uh, if it really pans out the way it, i mean if it really pans out successfully i mean this could be a total game changer we have not been super lucky resources wise right and we do have some uranium deposits we have coal in plenty of course but uh, you know we've somehow figured out a way to bungle that up yeah. so which is why i mean i'm i'm optimistic but my fingers are crossed right lithium is as you mentioned you know white gold right lithium ion batteries are the most efficient ones at the present right and there's a, there's a, just a huge demand for this huge huge demand mm. and we've been importing it from chile australia uh, and china chile has something like 9 million tons and uh, australia and china have about 5 or 6 million tons right so so with this i mean we could potentially become an imp- you know exporter, exporter. of uh, lithium yeah. as well but it's a long way out you know i mean in terms of extraction refining all of that stuff right so you're looking at perhaps another 5 or 10 year project So let's hope that you know things pan out well and uh, there's a stable government to ensure that you know uh, all of these humanitarian issues environment issues don't suddenly crop up and uh, things like what happened with the sterlite uh, you know factory happen right i mean uh, hopefully it, it doesn't go that way all right so let's talk to what really has been the buzz of the month mm. right which is the whole bing chat did you get to No, we have not seen the video. Yeah, I mean, so I'm super excited, man. I think we're reaching a point where people don't have the patience to sort of scan through the results, mm-hmm. right? And I have seen at least for thirty, forty percent of the queries that we put into Google, and and something that you know I've been analyzing over the last one week, just my behavior itself. These are more like, hey, what is this, right? Or what is that sort of queries, right? Mm. Uh, and these are most fact-based queries. these are not things where i want to discover like 10 links and go through the trouble of like reading through pages right, right? and so if i want a ready answer then yeah i mean some of the stuff that i saw on the bing search seems like superb mm-hmm. amazing but see the, i mean while of course this is a huge huge leap in terms of not only in terms of ai but also the impact it will have in our day to day lives mm-hmm. i mean of course there's a, there's a infographic which shows that how long did it take for technology to reach 100 million users right of course we had the iphones we had the personal computers and all this stuff and then we had open ai's uh, chat gpt which took 2 months to reach 100 million users right so of course there's a massive massive demand for it but if if you look a bit closer this is killing so many businesses i'm i'm, I'm not getting into the debate of taking See, jobs the thing is up until now i think the only kind of jobs that were threatened by technology were the blue collar jobs yeah. right this is a serious move towards some of the white collar stuff right and think about the number of things that had to be reinvented look at university education for example chat gpt can easily write yeah. an essay on anything 
like good enough for a high school exam yeah at least you'll get your b plus right so what are you going to do now so i've heard uh, maybe university professors saying that we should do oral tests in, instead right so things are going to change for sure yeah and also i remember back in 2017 or 2018 a lot of these let's move on to some of the notable fundraisers from this past few weeks first is of course the largest fundraiser of february till now uh this is by insurance deco which has raised 150 million dollars in a mix of both equity and debt round Uh, this was led by TVS Capital Funds and Goldman Sachs in the Series A. PhonePay raised the second highest amount, which is hundred million dollars in addition funding. This is from Ribbit Capital, Tiger Global, and TVS Capital Funds at a pre-money valuation of twelve billion dollars. Uh, then we have Garuda Aerospace, which is a drone startup that raised twenty-two million dollars in a Series A funding round, and this was led by Spiti Cap. with participation from other global investors angel investors and hnis so it's good to see that we have a drone startup uh, in the list yeah. uh, this week and do you notice that the check sizes are increasing 150 million and there's fresh to home which raised about 100 uh, million or so yeah right and this drone startup has raised 22 itself 22 is good enough to be a series b or even a series c round so yeah i mean this is uh, fantastic stuff you know drone of course uh, we've spoken about the new drone policy which is an absolute game changer uh and there's a lot of innovation on that front uh, that's coming up right uh do check out a couple of episodes that we shot one with ankit of idea forge and another with vipul of ara one man systems we we'll link to that in the description hopefully give some work to our producer as well aside from all of the stuff that he does <laughs> <laughs> right but fresh to home is an interesting story right because uh, the co-founder is uh, a former ceo of zynga in india yeah. you know uh so he came together with the uh, this other other co-founder who is uh, i think his name is joseph right uh, who was running a seafood export business right so it's a perfect match of you know technology and market expertise yeah. right and agri man i mean it, there's just so much of scope because even if you look at this fish ecosystem right seafood ecosystem there are three or four middlemen in between which are totally unorganized right uh, no standards whatsoever and so it's a perfect case for you to streamline with technology so yeah uh, fantastic stuff you know and uh, their promise is to basically deliver fresh food to your house irrespective of where you are right i mean at this point of time i think they probably in three or four cities they want to mm-hmm. extend it to 15 20 cities with this uh, fresh round of funding importantly uh, mr joseph had shut down his business in 2014 or 2015 before starting fresh to home okay you know uh, because it wasn't doing financially well and see how fortune has kind of changed right insurance deco is an, another fantastic business very interesting 80% of their business comes from tier 2 tier 3 yeah apparently right and they're seeing a, a massive demand in life and health right uh, generally i mean gi is the most popular because obviously insurance is mandated for vehicles right but uh, yeah i mean they're seeing a massive surge uh, post covid right and they have their distributors in all of these uh, um you know uh, villages and so on india has something like 6 lakh villages so these folks uh, are planning to invest uh, and acquire you know skill sets assets whatever uh, to sort of extend their services to all of these different uh, nooks and corners of the country so yeah awesome stuff right so very interesting tweet for talk of town today we have this tweet by shridhar vembu sir who congratulates Elon Musk for finally getting rid of Salesforce and adopting Zoho for Twitter right he also says that uh, the entire team at Zoho is very happy and they'll be spending a lot more on R&D than than on marketing and uh, of course this will be passed on as savings to the end customer which in this case is Twitter
but yeah this is a big blow to salesforce i guess i'm going to say that this is sort of a turning point for salesforce right and people are going to just like roll their eyes or whatever but look if you look at this whole return to office and the layoffs that started mm-hmm. right i mean it was a musk moment right musk firing 70% of twitter people thought that the platform will explode i mean you know it will be down there'll be chaos etc that hasn't happened clearly right that encouraged a lot more people to be bold on those those fronts right and you've seen the massive layoffs that happened and, and this was long due right i mean I've, i've been saying this for a while i mean if you're hiring 25 30% of your headcount total headcount every year you're going to double in 3 or 4 years right and uh, there hasn't been that good churn that you know yeah. companies have usually right i mean because people are in the sort of rest and west kind of a mode uh, and uh, you know the evaluation standards have fallen very anecdotally speaking so yeah i mean i think this revisiting bulky software spend is another musk moment right right twitter spending 5 million dollars for salesforce <laughs> i mean <laughs> it it seems a little funny because uh, i don't know how much corporate business twitter has really you know clearly their ad platform sucks yeah. right but um, uh, and still sucks so <laughs> yeah i i don't know i mean if you look at salesforce's pricing and so on right it can easily go up to 5 to 10 million for enterprises right with the additions the plugins and all Link of that training the non-boarding the so I, i love salesforce i love mark benioff but i think you know this is a musk moment for uh, the enterprise software industry i think everyone's going to look at sap's oracles the workdays and the salesforces of the world and they're going to say you know what do we really need it right or can we perhaps adopt a, a startup right or or some other you know company like perhaps zoho or vimo for example <laughs> <laughs> right, so roshan uh, what conversations are we putting on this week i recorded this conversation with shruti of apna club ages ago and we haven't really published it yet they were due for some announcement and so we had to delay it um hopefully we will publish that uh, this week yeah so folks to know when this episodes are coming out do keep an eye out on our social media handles and of course you want to be notified straight in your whatsapp inbox you can check the description for the link well and also in the comments do let us know what you think of this new studio and what are the various other ways in which we can improve right and well yeah roshan started from the bottom now we here <laughs> well not yet i suppose right it's always a work in progress but this is a fantastic milestone i'm feeling so happy yeah. sitting here and recording this with you so we'll be experimenting with new types of content um shorts reels whatever i think you know the studio kind of gives us the wherewithal to sort of do that bear with us uh, keep your feedback and suggestions coming we'd love to improve and we'd love to serve you good content All right folks uh, we'll be back again next week uh, till then take care and have a great week ahead bye guys cheers